It is like a forest of mic over stands. Left or right and then I could, I mean, I, I could do this, but I don't think it picks me up that good. Yeah, it's like being straight forward, like straight on the front of it, I think is yeah, the right way. Yeah, I feel way. like this is, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take it on the front. You don't want to take it to the side. Mm-hmm. You need to take it straight on. Yeah, I have to take it straight on. That's I mean, the, if you can keep the teeth out of the way, it's fine, right? Uh, <sighs> I just take mine out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he, I, yeah, no, because I accidentally got in high school, so I just have like teeth. Yeah, just it's fine. Out. Yeah, and it, he'll gum you. Mm-hmm. No, it's pretty. I've gotten. I can do some things. Yeah, you can do some things. It's. Uh, you would know. Who do you think showed him? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I trained under Matthews. Mm. Weird, weird, toothless mouth. <laughs> the hawk hawking school. <laughs> this is good. We always get the good energy when we're on mic together. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shift gears a little. And as uh, our heroes, I guess, (laughs) bed down in their uh, fancy hotel room for the night in Port of Maine, uh, wondering exactly the right approach to go bring Adelie Dufresne in. (laughs) We cut, I think, the next day, the next morning, out to the Uncanny Valley, where our other two heroes live. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> heroes is this is all this very is speculative. Very people. loose. Yeah. The sun is rising. The cock is crowing. <laughs> Why don't one of the two of you give me a luck check? What's your luck, Matt? What's your luck? Mine's zero. Hmm, I like Ooh, that. Mine is negative one. <laughs> Let me roll it with my zero. All right, well, Matt rolled. <laughs> I got a two. Nice. I like how he just stepped on that anyways. Well, Rico Pond's a dick, so... The time of day and the weather are aspects. So it is it is morning and it is it is sunny out. Okay. You know, those can be compelled and invoked just on the off chance it comes up. I just want to put that out there. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. The cock crows. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Rufio skates down and we start our scene. Rufio. Um, the town of Uncanny Valley comes to life and it is a bustling hive this is the kind of place where a buffalo and a woman starting a fire in the middle of the streets kind of par for the course this is a place of rough folk who are passing through and there's no real law here the ptc but they don't do much they do enforce some laws though and the judge of the city who's kind of the primary law giver uh her name is judge bernder gilroy She's posted a bounty for a pretty petty, but nonetheless significant. Well, I guess it can't be petty and significant, huh? <laughs> Brenda, cut that. <laughs> the part that makes me sound like an idiot, cut that. Okay, boss. Who the fuck um, is Brenda? Don't worry okay. about yeah, it. Jesus don't, Christ. It's, it's like a really rude. big staff because we're super successful. Yeah, that's super rude, Mel. That so, was so... Like, I know, I keep forgetting the, the people that support us. <sighs> like... You act like you just show up and talk into a mic and then podcast comes out the other side. Yeah. We employ we'll hundreds of people. Like this we is do? like a thriving yeah. community like of employees. And villages are run off of our genius. 
the sweat of the children <laughs> fuel our engines. So there's a drought. Um, yep. Um, so we all go to hell, and then we play Freakcore <laughs> there, and that's what's happening now. And so the town is coming to life, and the judge has posted a bounty for a small-time but persistent horse thief. A 17-year-old whose name is Patrick Sherman. And as the day begins, prospectors, miners, forest workers, all kinds of hillbillies are getting ready to go out about their work in the valley itself. And coming into town with his latest catch is Ricoban Talon. Always working. Why don't you tell us a little bit about his state? What's he look like? So Ricoban is... Well, first of all, he's six feet tall. He's got dark hair that's unkept. You know, it's like it's shoulder length, unkept. And he's got blue eyes. He's got like olive skin, medium build, kind of like athletic medium build. But he wears a lot of layers. So he'll like have that like classic Western, like dark brown trench with like, he's got the vest, like a black vest with like a dark blue, sh- like, like, you know, like shirt or blouse underneath or whatever. And then he's got, like, the dark brown, like, pants or, you know. And he's got the spurs, like, the silver spurs and the cowboy boots, the whole the whole nine yards. And he's coming in. I see him, like, walking in. He's got his horse in one hand, and he's got this Patrick in the other. And he's, like, got his ear twisted. And he's, like, bringing him in that way. You're hurting me. Please stop. Just... And he just, like, grunt, like, as he's, like, just walking him in. I'll show you where they are. I, I haven't sold them yet. Please, just don't do this. Should have thought about that before you stole them. You know what she's gonna do to me, right? And that's when Rico would turn to him and be like, "Or oh, I could do it to you." Yeah. Why don't you give me a metal attack? As <laughs> <laughs> this kid shits his pants <laughs> in the street. Four. Cool. I got a zero. Like, so you succeed with style, and he drops. You can kind of tell me. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I, I see me just turning to him and just being Rico Bon and this just intimidating. Like he's got a reputation, so like, and I could see him just like pissing himself a bit, maybe, and like just like just folding down and just being like, yeah, please take me to her. I don't, I'd much rather have her deal with me than you kind of thing. It's that fearsome reputation, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He thrives on it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you, you take him through the town and people give you a birth because that, not a joke. You do have a fearsome reputation at this point. You've been at work here as a bounty hunter for a couple of years. We said two or three, right? Yeah. Sounds right. And you have been active and busy and uh it's just the next in a, a string of people you're bringing in yeah and Rikuban doesn't like to ride out far out of town if he doesn't have to and so i think this kid probably did that a bit and he had to like go find him and so he's like making a display of it like he wants everyone to know that if you're a horse thief this is what's going to happen to you he's sick of this shit or at least be yeah. within a reasonable distance of the town so you can get him easier well <laughs> maybe but also, like, this is one thing that Ricoban does not like. He does not care for horse thieves. Sure. Even young ones. And this is a young one. He's yeah. about 17 years old. He's barely able to grow a beard. And you can see the people that are passing by are kind of, you hear some whispers, you know, like, that's Ricoban Talon. A couple of people are also like, is that Patrick Sherman the horse thief? So you're getting the, the cred you liked. Mm-hmm. It's working. Yeah. yeah. And you drag him through town to the judges yeah right orders? Yeah, yeah right that right to the uh the bailiff right or whatever it would be yeah it's really just like a courtroom and the judge lives there judge Bernder gilroy is the one who posted this bounty this yeah. is one that has been plaguing the city and so the judge took it upon herself yeah. to post this mm-hmm. she's a pretty hard-edged dispenser of justice 
She's judge. She's jury. She's executioner. She is dread. I am the lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we both nailed our fucking sly yeah. impressions. <laughs> she is certified and be badged by the PTC to come here and kind of keep this city in line. And she does. She's a Druger dwarf from the north. <laughs> Unique New York. (laughs) (laughs) She is of the northern Drugar dwarves. Icy fascists. They were the Mm Dwatsi. People whisper about her. She used to be a Dwatsi officer. She denies it, but whatever she was, she's the judge here now. Okay. And like I said, she's not, her net is small, but it is absolute. (laughs) And you arrive, and it's still morning. So the you know shutters are closed on the the courthouse and the door is, is locked up. Okay, I walk up and just like I tie I'd have him tie my horse up. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, sir. Yeah, and his hands are shaking. And he drops the rope at one point, like halfway through, and your horse kind of gives you a look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, man, this guy, huh? Yeah. And I'd pull my gun out after he dro- he dropped the reins. And then I would say nothing. I just pull it out, make sure he knows I pulled it out. Gat is the mopping. Even though his hands are shaking more now, he more meticulously ties your horse up. Mm. There you go, sir. And you can see his eyes are glancing and looking like for a chance to escape, but you did drop him, so I gotta give it to you. He, he yeah. doesn't make the move, but you can see his broken spirit wants to. <laughs> it's a cool scene here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd, I'd walk him up to the door and I would... And it takes a few minutes, but a little slot opens about midway through. Why do you knock? I have your horse thief. Sherman? Let me go with Nod. You can hear there's a rustling. A lock unlocks and the door opens. And standing there is Judge Burner Gilroy. She's about five, two. Brick house. Muscular and shaggy-haired herself. Unkempt more so than normal right now. If she could grow a beard, she would have a pretty rad one. (laughs) Nice. You can just tell she's got like a sick ass, like huge bush. You know what I mean? Like, it's she's beefy, and she has a like a hard caliber revolver on her hip, and she has a book of PTC writs and like in-house laws. She's holding it kind of formally. You bring this man to me. It was your bounty. She nods grimly. Hand him over. I'd holster my weapon, and I would hand him over. And she tosses him behind her into the courthouse and you hear him kind of fall over some chairs. And she writes out a bank note, basically. Kind of just slaps it on your chest. Pushes you. Um, I would look at the amount on it. Is it the agreed upon amount? It is. Okay. At that point, I would then do my fistful of dollars, my stun, yeah. to try to get that up. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Do you say anything or just... Rigoban would look at... Uh, the judge, and we're like, I got him here pretty quick. Yes, yes, you did. When no one else could. And she <laughs> scribbles out another one. You go now. Careful. I might think you might be getting fond of me. <laughs> she kind of growls, <laughs> and the door slams, and very shortly after that, you hear a single gunshot inside. And then you don't hear too much else. Yeah, and, and Rico would be like, that's okay. 
and then I'm I will then take those writs up to the bank immediately. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the cash. <laughs> Give me the cash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. And you see your old friend, Louis Thistleton. My god, man, have you done it? Have you truly captured him? The horse thief? You've done it again, Mr. Talon. Your talents never cease to amaze us. You're a very easy man to amaze. You take that as a compliment. Take it however you want to. And I'd light a, I'd like, I'd light a cigarette. <laughs> He, you know, cashes them out. <laughs> Lewis, you've gotten some other bounties from him, and you work with him, like, because you get a lot of He rats. was my first bounty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is, you know, a fop and fairly useless, an old money kind of a guy, mm-hmm. but he also is a bit of a gossip and thinks he's kind of, like, in vogue and isn't. Clothes are, like, 20-year-old fashion, and his hat's, like, really tall, like his top hat, which was like popular back in the, yeah, you know, now sure, they're like getting sure, shorter sure. again. Yeah, sure, sure. When he leans in, he says, Oh, but have you heard? The days of bounty hunting may be coming to a close in the valley. What's happening? Well, I've heard from my mother's gardener's brother, a teller of the way of Morrigan has come to town. And wouldn't you know it, he's looking for Adelie Dufresne. Apparently she's in quite a heap of trouble for a teller of Morgan to find his way all this way. Hmm? He kind of elbows you. She must have slept with the wrong man. <laughs> he elbows me? Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as he does it, I will, I will stare him down and do a mental attack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got one stress. He drops. I'll, all I want that to be is, like, he's scared of me, but I want that to be, like, we don't do that again. Yeah, he's like, let me go ahead and he like smooths out your jacket. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Which like he actually nudged me to improve the way the jacket looks. You know, like it's that <laughs> kind of trashy coat. You know. <laughs> you ain't shit me, are you? No, I no, I would never. Is this confirmed, Adelaide? I didn't hear it myself, but uh, I trust the source. How much money? I don't know that, but he was staying at the Royal Hotel. Quite rich. Yeah. Fancier even than the Chateau de Ryle. Right. Chateau de Ryle. That's like the fancy hotel. In the yeah. Area, like. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Mons, just like, whatever. <laughs> Matt Monster doesn't know if it's customary to tip bankers or whatever for their, but I feel like we, we should have a relationship here where like he does, I think he would, he's clearly comfortable with providing me with information. I think Rico Bond would, like, give him a little tip off of what he just made for the information. Thank you for the tip. Of course. I shall seek you out if I need any help in the future, of course. You do that. And and and, and, and as I walk out, I turn to him and I'd be like, before those other two. I wouldn't dream of it. And Rico Bond, yeah, Rico Bond would turn, like, be serious. And as he turns away towards camera, he would smile. <laughs> He'd walk out. And Not like a, yeah. the natural order is returned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he leaves, yeah. Yeah. And he, I, from there, Rico would have his money, but he would he would go to Adelaide's establishment. Payday, I think, I mean, fuck, but I think that a plus five financial extra with your tip, like it was a three and a two, I think you get a plus five total. That's awesome. Yeah, he'd be happy with that for sure. I would wrap up two of it and put it in my like side 
personal pouch, mm -hmm. and then put another two of it like with on my horse pouch. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some spondooly and some sending money. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And the day is just getting started for Rikoban. He's got money in his pocket. Yeah, it's a good morning. Yeah. It's a good morning. Mm -hmm. And he, he would. He would go right to Adelaide's place of business. Adelie. Adelie. Excuse me. Adelie. It's Sunday, April 6th. So it's church day. Church bells are ringing. Yeah. Like, there's a cathedral in town. It's to the Saint of Commerce, Saint Ruiz. Brought to you by the PDC. Yeah, I would. he would take his time, but he would head there. Kind of thinking, like, maybe I'll get... He's, like, thinking in his head, like, maybe I'll get breakfast there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I get some cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe at least, like, thinking, like, I got some money. Maybe I'll eat good today for once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, maybe I could. Nah, I couldn't afford a horror there, but I definitely. Maybe you I could, could get something next to door. Eat. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing that, that about Dufresne's that does differentiate it from a lot of the other brothels in the cozy quarter is that hers is a destination. There's a theater, there's a separate cookhouse, there's a restaurant, there's a show house, and there's. Girls, 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 and boys, 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 and cloacas, cloacas, cloacas. It's a what you only need to go to one place. Yep, you don't need to leave. Yeah, yeah. they'll line you, they'll dine you, they'll 69 you. Ew. That's on the t-shirt. I didn't, it's your marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ew me. <laughs> she says you to the 69 Shut up. So you go. <laughs> and they're like just opening up. Kind of surprised early, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And the thing is, even if I feel like Rikoban hadn't come in and established a rapport with you, he would know who you are, for obvious reasons. And you would know who he is, because he is one of the two most famous and feared bounty hunters right. on the island. It literally, his high aspect is that he is a feared bounty hunter for hire. Yeah. Yeah, and is it one of the ladies that are, like, kind of opening up the house, mm -hmm. I would imagine? Yeah, well, welcome. And I would tip my hat to her and be very polite and be like, oh, I need to speak to your madam. It's urgent. Right away. Uh, please have a seat. And they take you in and kind of take you to... I think they would take you maybe back to the theater and kind of sit you in front of that and be like, one of the girls will bring you some coffee. Uh, she'll be down to talk in a minute. Appreciate it. And they look concerned. Yeah, and I and once I enter the house, I take my hat off. Mm, okay. Wow, look at you. It's a respectful place. <laughs> Clearly a respectful We're nice man. to our clientele. Yeah. Yeah, um, Rodrigo Bon. Very respectful. <laughs> <laughs> open air design, too. The theater is open three stories high, and they're mm -hmm. like balconies sort of overlooking it. And you can see there are some girls there. And word of you being here, you can see <laughs> basically rippling through this place. That someone's here to talk to Adelaide. And then it's Rachel Bontail. And some girls go in their rooms. <laughs> some girls go in their rooms, some come out. Mm -hmm. You know, to look and be like, is someone gonna die? It's a strange atmosphere. And there's a knock on the door of your room Ooh. as you're waking up. How naked are you? <laughs> is uh, like one butt cheek out or both butt? Like, what do you? Is it HBO or a woman is sponge bathing you? I imagine her to be a naked sleeper with a gun under her pillow. Okay. Do you wake up kind of with your hand on your gun? Just go, <laughs> and there's another knock. Who is it? Uh, it's me, Twinkle Bella. Uh, are are you awake, madam? Come on in, girl. <laughs> she does. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but. Uh, Mr. Rikobon Talon is here to talk to you? Talk to me. He usually just comes in to grab a girl. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and Adelie would smile. 
Well? Uh, the thing is, is that it doesn't seem like this time that's what his business is. He asked to talk to you specifically, said it was urgent. Hmm. Uh, you know how these girls and boys work here. Uh, you might want to go take care of this situation sooner rather than later. Okay. Well? I'll stall him. No, just bring him some breakfast. Ask him if he wants a drink. It'll be on the house while he waits for me. Well, she's going to make him late because she has to fucking get dressed and get herself proper. And it's going to take a minute. Cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. Another free meal for a patron. That's great. It's yeah. good business. Mm-hmm. Are you <laughs> going to let this woman talk to you like this? Yeah, Twinkle Bella and her go way back. Okay. Yeah. And she, you know, leaves the room. And All right, well, she's going to get suited up because if Rico is in her place and he's wanting to talk business... She's putting on her special wear. <laughs> okay. Why don't you give me a personality check and get this baby dolled up, and we'll see. We'll we'll create an aspect. Plus five. Fuck yeah! All right, yeah. She's. It should a, always be a plus it's five like or Madame more. Madame Bovary, yeah. She's yeah. got like a single dewdrop in her hair. <laughs> 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 Down there, and the scullery uh, maid brings you breakfast, and it's good. It, these, like, mashed-up sort of root vegetables that they have with butter and milk and then a bunch of weird eggs, and they're, like, different sizes and colors, fried. And then sausages with the local spices, black coffee. They offer to put whiskey in it if you want. They, you know, dump Rico, a shot yeah, in. Yeah, Bon. He likes For that. sure. You know, they, like, put a, tuck a napkin. He'd be, like, enjoying Mm-hmm. This is, and he would try to keep himself civil, <laughs> but he, it's probably been a while since he's had a good, hearty meal. Sure. Oatmeal is probably the, mm-hmm. like, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like the fanciest thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah, so you're just wolfing it down, and Twinkle Bella would have come and let you know, like, it's it's free. Just take your time. Madam will be with you. She's getting ready. I, is she in danger? And he, <laughs> he could smile and be like, I wouldn't worry about it, not for me. That's a girl you've banged by the way, so. And that Enrico would be like, how are you holding up? Oh, I'm doing just fine. You look like you're doing just fine. <laughs> Says, well, Khan's climate agrees with me, turns out. I'd imagine every climate agrees with you. Why, Mr. Talon, if you're not careful, I'll start to think you're falling in love with me. <laughs> and we wouldn't want that. She leans in and says, you couldn't afford it, honey. <laughs> He's like, honey, I know. <laughs> and she smells great. Yeah. <laughs> you want one of my girls to feed it to you? <laughs> she looks the best. You're like, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, I can manage. And it's, it is good. She got a chef. I'm locking that detail in. Oh, you like hired a chef from the mainland to come in and like. Yeah, all of this. Yeah. She's got everything. I cannot cook in these yeah. condition. <laughs> it's like two we kind on top of each other, and one of them's ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and Adelie Dufresne makes her entrance as two cartoon birds like are carrying the train of her dress. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I think Rico five. would like have a bit of sausage on a, f- like, on a fork, and he would just like, and he would like look at her, and it would like slip off. Like he's just like, oh, uh. it's like that like cartoon movies, like like the tongues. Like, <laughs> yeah. In his head, he's like, fuck, you know, like I'm in trouble. <laughs> like, <laughs> keep it together, Rico Bond. I mean, I gotta do it. You got a plus five. What she look like? Oh, of course. What's she wearing? So Adelie's about five foot eight. She is, as I call, sturdy and curvy. Um. Long, brown, curly hair, probably about halfway down her back. Blue eyes. She's my age. 38. Sorry. Uh, 
She's five foot eight, which I am not. Super beautiful the smile. The monster is six foot nine. <laughs> Shut up. She's huge. I'm five five. So her dress is very ornate, rib bone um, corset on the top. You know, boobs are where they should be yeah, on a sure. fucking rack. Uh, on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bare shoulders, and the bell of her dress is very large. And you know, she's very proud. She's very sassy, and she does not look a bit afraid to come to you. But she would be very inviting. Welcome. So she'd grab a pitcher of beer and she'd walk her way over in two glasses. Rico, what do I owe this pleasure? And she'd sit and pour you a glass and scoot it over. Yeah. Are you still hungry? I can get you some more. He, when you say that, he would look at you hungrily, <laughs> and he would shake it off as best he could, and and he would say. She and, would smile so hard at that. Yeah, and he would say, he say, Madam, thank you for this meal. It's the best meal I've had, probably since I've been here. Well, thank you for doing what you do for our town, keeping us safe. He'd smile. And he'd, he'd like, kind of push his food away, and he'd, he'd say, can we take these beers somewhere private <clears throat> where others can't hear us? And she'd, she'd smile and give you a shit-eating grin. She goes, are we going to be that loud? And he would lean in, and he would say, I just came in my pants. <laughs> it ain't going to be that kind of talk. And he would look very seriously at you. I'll do a middle thing. We want to play this fucking game. All right. So you can defend with probably bravery here, I think. Holy shit. That's a six. Just drop her. Please hold. Mel? Mm? I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't want to kill you in the... I want you to love your character, and then I will kill you. Yeah, that's when it matters. It's not... That's how it feeds the Matt monster. You're not DMing this campaign, so I'm not going to die. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's never been an important component. (laughs) All right. Okay, so you've got six mental damage coming in. I don't want to take six, six mental stress damage. from Rico Bond's hard ass eyes. Eyes uh, that are poking into you uncomfortably. I? All right. Well, I so guess sorry. I'm taking. I'm so sorry. Taking the sixer. So yeah, moderate consequence. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to call it. It's finally happening. I think she knows what's going on almost immediately. Maybe you misunderstand the situation. Sure. And think he's coming for you, Rico Bond. That's probably fair. We can go up to my quarters. Big John, I'm going to need you to guard my door, honey, while Rico and I have a conversation. With or without my fingers in my ears. That's up to you. Your door will be guarded, she says, looking bored. Yeah. She always does. She'll take you up two flights of stairs. We're going to the third floor. Also take my glass of beer that was given to me for free. <laughs> I just want that on as a note. As you're like Scooby doing the plate, <laughs> you're like walking away yeah. from the table. <laughs> so we would get up to her room and she'd merely walk over and pour her some whiskey and then just lean up against the fireplace. What do we need to talk about? He would take a swig off of the beer. He'd set it down probably on a, like a side table in the room. Yeah. And he would walk up to you on the fireplace and like maybe reach around you, mm. grabbing like a thing of matches or something. And then he would, you would see her reach immediately around her back. He'd, and he'd just smile at you. He's, you can tell that he's clearly testing you for that. And he, like, reaches around and he grabs the match, lights it off the side of the fireplace, lights his cigarette. I just heard that you've been a little naughty. What game are we playing, son? Are we having a conversation or are you wanting to do business? Don't play around. I ain't playing. <laughs> and he would say... not going to back off. 
There's a teller after you, Adley. A teller. What the hell did you do? She'd roll her eyes. They ain't got no law here, no jurisdiction. Adelie, who do you think they're going to go to when they get here? Why you, Rico. Right? Or is it that other man that, I don't know, they say does more work than you? I think that's a mental attack. That's an ego attack. Against, I think, your ego makes sense. Okay, that's a three. I got a three. So, so I so beat one. him by one. One. I'll take, I'll take that one. She's not trying to be too intimidating. She knows what he's fucking capable of, but she ain't going to let him he would, know You would see scared. him, he'd like grit his teeth. And, and she'd smile. And he'd say, I'm trying to help you. Oh, you. And he'd like squint at you and he'd say, I could have just waited for him to come here and they pay me and I come in and drag you out of here. I'm trying to give you a chance to run. And I'd walk away from the fireplace. I'm like, Adley, mm-hmm. if they come in here, I will come for you. So, you're going to be against me no matter what? Or do I need to strike a deal with you like I have so many before? Adelie, I don't think you can pay me like they can pay me. And I need that money. And at that point, and it might be, you may have always wondered about it, but you realize that I've made a lot of money in this town. Mm -hmm. But I do not show it. And at that point, you might be, a, I think, I think at that point, I'd really be aware of my trouble, which is he owes money. He <laughs> owes money. Like, by, like, I need that money. And you can see it. You can't pay me like a teller can. How much are they paying you? They haven't paid me yet. Well, I could pay him right now, right? I don't see any reason why the two of you can't come up with your own deal. We're like, here. We're I all have friends. Finances? Uh, yes. I think uh, give me a finance check and How we'll see. How long have I been? I think just to be in the spirit of the game, let's do a finance check and whatever the end result is, you have a financial extra of plus that. Plus and two. that's the money you have on hand right now, liquid assets. So plus two. Okay. So you have a plus two. So you can offer him that in cash right now. And she say, I can pay you right now if you want to be one of my gods. I'd say, Natalie, think about this. I take your money, I kill this teller. I don't work again. You can't pay me that much to make me not work again. Adelie, you've been good to me. Your mm. girls have been good to me. Mm-hmm. And he's being serious. Like, he's, you can see it in his face. He doesn't want to do, you know, like, he, he's like, run. Where do you expect me to go? To the mainland? I expect you not to tell me and go far. Because this is the only place that I can go. Do you see me, son? Does it look like I can go out and survive in the wilderness? He looks you up and down and goes, I think you're a survivor, Adelie, wherever you're at. Mm. And that's a compliment. <laughs> Some people are born with it. Some people are just survivors. You're a survivor, Adelie. I've ran once. I have nowhere else to go. If I go back to the mainland, I'm guaranteed to be found. And that's where the law is. All right. What did you do? From behind, while you guys are like, in this moment, you're like, what did you do? And you kind of hesitate. A voice from behind a painting in your office is like, don't tell him, Adelie, don't tell him. <laughs> That's Rico Bond would pull his gun out and instantly point it. She'd catch your shoulder. And you hear like, <laughs> like a little thing that slides shut over the eyes in the painting. And then you hear some like scampering footsteps away. My apologies, I wasn't expecting her to listen in. Twinkle Bell and make sure I'm taken care of and I'm safe. But as for what I did, the most I'm willing to tell you so I don't put you in danger 
is I had to protect myself from somebody that was quite powerful. So you killed a rich man? I didn't kill him. That's worse. Rikuban would say. <laughs> and she would say. And he would take a long drag. Yeah. Should have killed him. I tried. You see, I don't fire guns often. And this was done in a hasty situation. I think someone needs to teach you. Shouldn't be playing with guns if you don't know how to use them. So what's it gonna be, Rico? You gonna go take that job for the teller? And I need to run? Or are you gonna teach me how to shoot? And you gonna stay put? Where you'll be fed, you'll be warm, and a girl in your bed every night. Okay. <laughs> so, with that, I think... I think I need to take, think about taking a compel from financial burdens back home and just be like, the money's most important. I need to forget about getting laid and eating, and I need to take care of the shit that's going on back home. Yeah, let's make it interesting. I'll compel that. You get a fate point. Yeah. And just say no. I think you'll probably get a fate point too, because that fucks you over, so. Yeah. And, and it fucks you over because it doesn't advance the plot. <laughs> and Enrico would, he'd come in close to you and he'd be like, Natalie. If you're not with me, then you're against me, son. You don't want me against you. And I'll make another mental attack. This is going way different. <laughs> Love it. Oh, no. It's a two. Plus one, and I'm going to use again. Maybe she's born with it. Yeah, your last three. So it's going to be three. I'm going to boost as well off of financial burdens back home. We're going to keep playing this game? So one mental stress to you? Nope. I'm going to use a fate point because I'm a silver-tongued enchantress. Uh, Is there any other deal that we can make? Uh, I'm not done boosting yet. <laughs> I'm going to boost off of the consequence that I gave you. I have another point. Thank you. You'd see her soften a bit. And you can tell that he doesn't want to do this, but, like, he will. And he'd say, Adelaide, what you've got is not enough. It's not enough. And then he would take a drag, and he'd be like, thank you for breakfast. You can see yourself out, and you take care of yourself, Mr. Talon. You too, Adelaide. And he'd walk out. She's going to push him down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Joking, I'm joking. (laughs) Really? Because I have... Feel like that'd be a fun Foley moment. No, no, she's <laughs> not. She's legit, not trying to make him an enemy because she doesn't feel like she has anywhere to go. Well, I, I mean, mean that everything you said tracks. So like, Enrico's just like, for him, he's like, I'm trying to give you a warning. Don't be here because I can't stop myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they hire me, I will not be swayed. <laughs> Took some mental, like you're shaking from the encounter, yeah. but you. He's gone. Rikuban is also shaken from the encounter, and he's like, I have to get home right now. <laughs> All right. You should have taken it. Twinkle Bella says to you as you leave But she, like, is going upstairs to her room. Yeah, and Rico would, he's like, you shouldn't have listened. She's feisty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just, like, goes up. That was stupid. And he just keeps Knock at the door. Yes. Did you need anything else? Twinkle Bella says. Unless I tell you to listen in on something, you mind your damn business. This is to keep you safe. And she steps in the room and closes the door. Are we going to go at it, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, she says, so I'm just supposed to pretend I don't know what you did, what happened? I was there. I also told you we don't need to talk about it. I don't care what you did. I'm sure you had your reasons. I'm here. 
But, um, surely you've thought what you're gonna do if they came, right? We ran here. What is your plan? Because the plan was to run here the first time it happened. So, do we just wait? And run? Or do we run? Or do we give them hell? <sighs> Twinkabella. Send the girls out. We're closed for the day. Have the guards lock the windows, the doors. And we'll stand our ground for a moment. And if we have to go down, we'll go down. I didn't have any plan because I didn't think they'd come this far. Or at least I was hoping they wouldn't come this far. One thing he said was right. Hmm. Weird. I'm a survivor! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> yup. You knew where she was going with it. We'll see what I need to do. Well, you know we'll be here to make our stand right by your side. Each one of us. I will not have a shot fired. And if I manage to get taken away, this no. just smile. <laughs> She'll be like, you can run the place in my stead. But keep it minimal. I was already planning to do that. I was going to say we'd come rescue you, but shoot. She's fine. Now, now. You're a goal-oriented woman. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to come rescue you, she says. Blake, all right. Go lock the place down for me. And she turns and, you know, walks and kind of lingers at the door. She's going to open it. Says, Are we going to be okay this time? She give me a personality check. Five. Yeah, nice. That's pretty solid. Six. The fuck? She might hear just some uneasiness. Probably you've worked together long enough where she can reach you even when you're on your best. She's like, everything's fine. Well, I'll make sure the place is locked up tight at least. She leaves. Allie's gonna bar the fucking door when she leaves. Yeah. Close up shop in her room and then she's just gonna go wait on the balcony. <laughs> like outside mm-hmm. and wait and watch. Yeah, from her, her yeah. high tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Just wait. Natalie steps outside in the morning sun. <laughs> the town's thriving. It's fully alive at this point. It's like maybe nine or ten. And you lean on the railing and wait. And I wait. 